0: Welcome to the Week in Italian Startup, where we discuss the latest highlights happening in the Italian tech and investment ecosystem. Welcome everyone to the Week in Italian Startup, where Nicola and I will go through the weekly news happening in Italy in startup land. So let's get started uh, by um, seeing the first uh, deals of the week. Hi, Nick, by the way.
1: Jack. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so uh yeah we have a good mix actually it's uh not uh, not big rounds I would say like a sort of like an angel to to seed rounds like a really early uh starting for from sport clubby uh, mobile app to book sport avenues raising 1.5 million from syndicate so that's uh, that's an interesting news and uh, what I found particularly interesting was that uh, The syndicate is led by YLab. YLab has a very interesting sports accelerator program, which uh, is hosting a lot of uh, uh, very uh, sort of uh, well-known sports uh, uh, startups in Italy. I would say so. This is Sport Clubby, and this is okay. Let's let's see. Yeah, including like some of the portfolio that. uh, my, we might have, uh, I think we went through a Goli. We we saw it uh, like a uh, months ago. Uh, so it's it's interesting because it's one good example of an accelerator uh, based around Genova, which is uh, basically trying to verticalize on on one sector. Very interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, consider that Wild is coming out of Why Scout, Wild um, Scout. That was a scale up company. Uh, so there is a, an ecosystem around around this. Uh, this, this accelerator, uh, and Sport Club actually raised so far four point five million euros. So uh, not not a big company in terms of funds raised, uh, at least in Italy, <laughs> uh, for uh, for a solution that's basically a marketplace for booking avenues and go sporting around. Interesting. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's trend I think we've seen like uh, companies like that where they're trying to sort of make something social. In this case, sports, uh, and uh, like uh, you know, leveraging the clubs that are already like there, basically all across Italy, but never interconnected between them, and uh, basically trying to also gamify all the platforms. So with the reward with a reward system and a way to actually uh, meet new people. So I thought it was uh, it was very interesting. Yeah, I
1: believe that in this case, as as in many other verticals, there is a pre-pandemic and a post-pandemic world. Mm -hmm. But in the pre-pandemic one, probably there was not a great demand for this type of solutions. You know, your favorite soccer field Mm -hmm. or football field or tennis court, Mm -hmm. Uh, but post-pandemic, uh people have probably learned uh how to that it's it's easier to, to, to look for the venues online, yeah. it's easy to book for them on the app and so on yeah. and so forth. So then there is this discontinuity here and uh probably this is reflected in this round in the metrics that probably they they have shown so far to the investors. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I mean, definitely some push from the markets, uh, kind of getting out, doing sports, and uh, you know, on the same line of uh, the traveling uh, platform that they are trying to aggregate people to travel that we've seen like uh, a few weeks back. And uh, I, I, yeah, I would, I would agree completely with you. There is a post-pandemic world which is uh, kind of influencing whatever has been built before. So that's uh, that's particularly interesting. Yeah,
1: if you read from the if I read from the PR to uh, the platform has seen 14 million bookings so
0: Ah, oh, wow not bad not
1: bad at all it's a big numbers yeah quite a big number
0: nice all right moving on um ecozema sustainable dishware startup raising 1.5 million euro from a impact so we've seen a impact like many times uh they have been very interesting players in the italian ecosystem when it comes to impact investing uh, they built a, a, a very interesting portfolio of companies and this is their last investment, uh, so it's a it's a compostable dishware that has been placed in, in a, well, it's basically endless application from uh, from um, company canteens to any form of like uh, restaurants, like a quick bite restaurant, and so on and so forth. So that's a uh, that's very interesting playing, not so digital, but kind mm. of like highly impactful in terms of uh, um, in terms of. Uh, yeah circular economy and sustainable products for sure
1: yeah totally to, to with you it is a perfect perfect investment for an impact fund mm-hmm. uh so I'm nothing to add here so yeah
0: yeah i mean uh, i i feel that some compostable product kind of they need to be part of an impact uh, venture capital firm in some way or another it's kind of a I've seen like other impact funds like playing on this field. It's it's a big trend. It's something that definitely is uh, is going to, you know, help transition the world in a plastic free environment. So let's see. Let's see. Well,
1: so, in a world where you, have, you where, um, uh, take away or, deliv- or food delivery is basically mm-hmm. growing like crazy, uh, compostable dishware is mm-hmm. the, the perfect solution to having Plastic everywhere. Yeah, so there is a natural natural attraction here, I I believe. Uh, So this is probably also a very good timing to invest in a a, a company such as this one.
0: I'm not sure about uh, sort of uh, the unique position of a company doing compostable dishware because it seems that um, people already doing paper product can really switch production instantly and do these kind of things. So I don't understand if it's more of a sort of a you know a, a patent kind of shape or, or compostable you know solutions that will work or more of it's a more of a marketing play where actually these guys are the best and they're more like a, uh, you know the one that have the biggest market penetration and those are going to be the winners. I don't know. It's uh, tough to say. Tough to say. Mm,
1: don't, don't, these are excellent questions. I have no idea at all about the market. I'm pretty sure there are a lot of players that are, that are offering compostable dishwasher. Uh I have no idea about their strategic advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than this is probably such a huge market, it's uh, position yourself well, investing well in growth, and, yeah. uh, you might create a good player without having barriers uh, of entry.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, but it feels like it's more more than a digital play; it's more of a like uh, a staple play. So, the, like the compostable elements will be like a staple in each everyone everyone's kitchen. So that's probably gonna be a turning point for the new normal. So that's uh, that's definitely something interesting, and uh, I can see that happening. Awesome. All right, uh, moving on, let's talk about consumer intelligence. Uh, KPI 6 uh, raising about 2 million euros. Uh, and basically what they're doing, to my understanding, is they're working on uh, providing consumer insight from a bunch of data points and essentially like uh, visualizing insights from those data.
1: Yeah, I would say that that's the perfect understanding of what they do. Um, this is a start that has been around a few years. They were accelerated by Al- Venture. Uh Venture. Uh, there is no official announcement about the round, but uh, I, I am connected to the CEO on LinkedIn and I saw a post uh, announcing a 2 million round, so I couldn't resist and, and talk about it. Awesome. Uh, I mean, it's out there, so it's official. Yeah. Uh, 2 million euros and half of it through an SFP. So, um, Mm. uh, quasi equity instruments. Okay.
0: Okay. That's Mm. uh, it. Tends to be pretty rare, actually. This kind of format, I would say, it's not the the norm. Or uh, it's yes.
1: Mm. Well, the uh, the SFP, uh, it's an acronym for it's an Italian acronym for basically uh, financial participating financial instruments, Mm -hmm. literally. Uh, it's kind of a new tool, uh, so it's not. It hasn't been adopted so much, but mm-hmm. its use is improving. As investors in particular I find it useful because it's a good way to um, to set up um, uh, safe-like okay. investments.
0: So that's that's equivalent. It's, it's kind of used as an equivalent as a safe because, uh, but. I've seen people actually calling safe note here in Italy, uh, but I don't know if they they meant um, a different kind of instrument or actually like a safe note, like American style safe note.
1: Um, They they are not the same as a safe note, they are more complex because you have to go to a notary for an Mm -hmm. SFP, Mm -hmm. Uh, with the safe you you haven't, Uh, Mm -hmm. but in terms of... Um the way it works for the Italian legislation or Italian corporate legislation, uh, an SSP uh, allows you to set up, currently set up a safe-like instrument. So it's Funny. not a it's not a, it's not a debt tool, it's really quasi equity, almost yeah. equity. Uh, a simple note is a debt tool, a convertible <laughs> note is a depth tool that happens to be convertible into equity. The safe is not the safe. Totally. Can only be eventually converted. Um, so there are different there are differences. How uh, popular
0: is uh, SFPs in uh, with the with the early stage investors?
1: With sorry with early know?
0: stage investors, how popular are those kind of instruments?
1: Uh, it's increasing again. It's increasing. Uh, mm, mm, mm. I've seen a few a few of them the last few months. Oh wow! Um, we we use them uh, at least in a couple of times. Interesting. Um, it allows you to subscribe for um, uh, for, an, uh, for an investment uh, where you are sure that you will uh, purchase equity, uh, but you don't know how much because, for example, valuation depends on conditions. No, and it's a perfect tool for that.
0: Interesting. No, I mean. Uh... More and more tools are coming out of Italy, including like Sys, uh, like which people have been talking a lot about, I've been kind of digging into the structure of a Sys, Re- the regulatory requirements are, are very still tight, so they still it still look a little bit you know, clunky in a way. I know of a very few amount of people using Sis. I hope they're going to kind of unlock it more, but at the end of the day, it's a, it's a vigilated, I don't know if you say that, uh, instrument, so that's uh, that's the thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. there is a lot of experimentation, even though it, it doesn't look like that. Uh, the, I have to say that, that there have been a lot of experiments uh, to allow for better investments into startups, uh, to better managing capital to invest into startups. We are far away from perfect. Uh, I can't say that that we've been standing still in that respect.
0: I see, I see, right, let's see, um, moving on to, um, I would go straight actually to uh, what has been happening uh, in uh, with the, the new, uh, well, let's go let's, let's back to a little bit like the, the different Q1 uh, reports, so more and more like reports are coming out, which I thought it was particularly interesting. Um, I would say that uh, um, the one from the Italian Tech Alliance is particularly interesting as well. So let's maybe uh, have a look at that. That's uh, that's pretty interesting, especially the numbers that actually are. Um, let's see. Yeah, I was checking the total invested per quarter and it was an interesting sort of um, side-to-side comparison starting in 2017, just to give like a total overview, uh, I thought it was, uh, it was very cool, um, and it really shows how Q1 2022 is moving like extremely fast compared to any other year like previously, uh, that previously happened, so that's, uh, that's a very, very good news.
1: Yeah, well, I agree. I mean, there are Scalape and Money Farm that, of course, skew the numbers a lot, but... Yeah. The question is whether we, we will be able to keep a pace with bigger rounds going forward in the, in the following quarters. Yeah. Uh, I would say the second quarter for now is going well, mm-hmm. but with no great rounds in sight. You yeah. will see that any 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 any, any of them happens but... yeah. so there are a lot of people that are currently projecting a couple of billion of uh, invested, invested capital in italy by end of the year Ah, oh, wow interesting we, we need we need we need a few
0: more <laughs> a little few more unicorns and that we will be fine
1: yeah i mean otherwise you will not be able to to, to match those numbers yeah no?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, so jumping actually ahead of your newsletter, let's talk about uh, the declaration of uh, Alberto Dalmaso, which was uh, particularly interesting. Uh, so uh, Dalmasso is the CEO of Satispay and basically declaring how Italy is easy at the beginning. The the true problem is as the company scales up, then you you encounter some radical problems that can actually like. Slow down the growth of the company. And in particular, he's really precise in this article, and I totally recommend and totally loved it because he's like uh, two straight to the point. One is diretto di Aracesso, and the other one is kind of the Directo di Opzione. So it was straight to the point, right to where the problem is. So in Italy, we have a thing for which whenever there are changes in the company uh, documents uh, that need to be approved unanimously. And if there is someone that do not uh, agree, then they can be liquidated essentially, and they have the right to to be liquidated.
1: Yeah, at the price of the right. Rate. Yeah,
0: exactly. So there is that. That's a big, big like break, and it's a well, it's it's fair up to a certain point to minority investors. The problem is that uh, they can be like. A, something that blocks the growth of the company like uh, massively. So, great article, very interesting. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, I have to say, this is something that we are are used to now, Uh, so we (laughs) work for it. We work with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I have to say, we we, of course, we we try to keep the cap tables as simple as possible in order also to avoid this type of issues. the more investors, angels, uh, operators you bring on board, and the less um, uh, less prepared to this type to this type of of of, of, of root of growth growth they are, the, the more dangerous it is for them to to have them on board with these rights. For mm. them. Um, so you, you you try to keep the things simple as much as possible. Uh, to avoid this this problem yeah but i totally agree with it and i have to say there's also the other uh the option uh, right uh the, the other point that he makes that's interesting uh the fact that uh you, you it's not that automatic to be able to say that uh you you can uh allow the coming investors to subscribe the entire the entirety of the round mm-hmm. uh that that's that's another interesting point because mm-hmm. uh, these investors have the right to invest if they want mm-hmm. um uh, so th- there are th- some interesting um issues i'm not aware of any of of any uh, occasion where these things came up So actually happens i'm mm-hmm. not aware of any, any any instance, but they could. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the problem.
0: My feel. So I I was part of a conference where uh, Alberto was uh, talking about the, the the recent round when Tiger Global sort of came in the first time, and uh, they interviewed him about what what was the experience. And uh, besides surreal, he was uh, explaining how how these uh, you know that's that's basically like. Um, he was feeling how they're playing on a totally different level with total totally mm. different mindset. So I thought, I, I, I kind of feel this article is is the, the consequence of his experience playing with uh, with such big names. And uh, that's really insightful. That's absolutely yeah. insightful. Yeah.
1: That makes sense. The, the third point is actually that he makes is actually the one that I found the most interesting uh, the, the fact that you cannot assign more than three votes per share in uh, an Italian, uh, uh, Italian SPA's company, Digital yeah. That's yeah. a very interesting one. I, I have to say, I rarely think about it uh-huh. uh, because we don't have many SPA's in our the, the portfolio. They're usually um, companies that are much bigger in terms of size. Mm-hmm. But it makes an interesting point because eventually yeah. the founders will be a minority of the cap table, uh, at least in terms of number of shares. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are ways to uh, balance the power, mm-hmm. uh, the, the ability to express votes in, in the Shown's, Shown's Assembly for the for the founders by assigning more votes to a single share. Mm-hmm. And it's
0: less linear, I would say, than the classic uh, sort of super super share uh, like voting rights that are common in in US situations. So yeah, Italy has a way to do it, it's kind of indirect maybe, but uh, yeah, it's interesting he's bringing it up, like saying, hey, you know, it simplifies, but if that, that, that is a lock point, then that can be a, an issue. Very interesting. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Exactly. That's exactly. Also, I also was thinking about that. That's awesome. All right, uh, let's quickly talk about Turin, what's happening in Turin, everything. Everything in Turin is happening, so
1: <laughs> it seems that this is the accelerator city of Italy. Uh, I know. We already have two or three accelerators going going on. And yeah, plus they... TechStars.
0: TechStars is here, and uh, yeah, CDP is launching these uh, aerospace and advanced hardware. Uh, accelerator called Takeoff, which by the way is number twelve. I keep in you know I like to keep track <laughs> of the accelerator number of CDP and see uh, where it's gonna lead. So number twelve, there you go. Uh, but uh, amazing partners, and definitely Leonardo. He's a huge corporation in the aerospace sector. Very very sensitive to innovation. Uh, the program I think is, is yeah it's led and uh, co-invested by Plug and Play, which doesn't need an introduction. So it's, it's a very well-sustained accelerator. My feel is that uh, they're probably going to do a, an awesome job doing it. Doing yeah.
1: so. And unlike the others, uh, the other 11, this is very well-funded because they mm-hmm. have 21 million uh, to invest in the program. Usually it's a bit less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. And invest so. an investment up to half, half a million, I believe. So scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. down. Even Expo day. The yep. best startups can will be priced with our
0: That's crazy. Awesome. Or to share Yeah, totally, totally. And,
1: and then we also have
0: NATO. My God, that's <laughs> in, that's super interesting. So this is yeah for people that they don't know. So NATO just uh, launched this idea of investing. Well. 1 billion uh, euro, I believe, well I think, yeah, 1 yeah. billion euro in early stage companies working on defense tech essentially. And uh, wh- there, there's going to be a lot of centers around Europe, one in Italy is going to be Turin, there's going to, and uh, if you see yeah, in the map, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's called the Diana project, then you have like different location, I think the European headquarters is going to be London. But, uh, but a lot of other companies, a lot of other cities will sort of lead the, the way. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, And what I thought was particularly interesting, so Nick, that's, that was awesome. you brought it to, to, the, to the people, is that is the first uh, sort of multinational uh, sort of sovereign initiative venture. So usually we have a situation and we talked about sovereign funds. Be, being them in Asia or in other compa- in other parts of Europe, this is a like a cross national like effort. So I thought it was particularly interesting.
1: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh it's pretty cool. And it's some in some ways a way to replicate the um DARPA from yes. The US. Yes. yes, I was like it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. Uh, Good point. And I I find extremely interesting all those blue dots aggregated in Eastern Europe, uh, (laughs) the test centers.
0: Okay. Now is your conspiratory (laughs) theories coming out? It's just just,
1: (laughs) that's interesting. Uh, Why are there all those dots aggregated in in, in those locations? Test centers for uh, advanced defense products.
0: All right. Awesome.
1: Will be one of the uh, headquarters for the acceleration acceleration problems. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. To end on uh, on a fun note, let's talk about DALL-E two. <laughs>
1: how
0: how did you get well, I... this one? That's that's so interesting. Oh, you you were not aware of DALL-E two? No, I was not aware. So for the listener, okay. uh, DALL-E is an AI system developed by OpenAI. OpenAI, again, doesn't need any introduction. A huge company in AI uh, founded by Elon Musk and Sam Altman, among the, among the many awesome founders working on uh, general AI. And uh, that too, essentially, connects text, with, text with, uh, with pictures. So you type in whatever you want to see, and the AI will give you a picture of that. Yeah,
1: this is going to be disruptive. <laughs> um, The funny thing around Dali Dali 2 is that um, uh, a lot of people... So, I mean, there was a a fun uh, conversation around the idea that a lot of people were used to say that um, automation and robotics would, uh, first of all, uh, make all the blue-collar works go away, Mm -hmm. and then the white-collar works go away, and then the the creative uh, works go away. Mm And then from that lead to onwards, <laughs> the, 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 the problem is basically inverted completely. First, AI will make all the creative jobs go away, then the white collar, then the blue colors.
0: So, <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> okay. That's a good if point. You, if
1: that... you think about it, totally. Uh, all, all the, if this works and it seems to work extremely well, yeah. all the uh, preparatory uh, setting up of no, uh, any creative project, basically two clicks away. I would like to see a dog with a hat uh, running in the park. Yeah, and there you there you have a, a number of uh, ready to use sketches for your creativity.
0: Yeah, yes,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: That's that's an awesome application of uh, of AI on the on. But on the same note, I don't know art uh, just need to evolve. If that's the case, then uh, you know what's. It, it, it kind of challenges the meaning of art. Then at this point, uh, in, in, in certain, in certain, on certain levels, I would say.
1: Yeah, that's that's right. I, I don't know what I would say. I mean, they they use art uh, mm-hmm. because Dali is able to um, copy and mimic uh, art in the past and, and, and use it. But,
0: the no, right art is
1: a different thing, probably. But then exactly. So, sort of you're exactly. no expert about it. Yeah. So,
0: uh, right, Nick. Perfect. Thank you so much. It was great, great chat. And for the listener, thank you so much for joining. And we're live uh, on Clubhouse, where we're available on YouTube and Spotify. And uh, see you next week. Ciao, Jack. Ciao, everybody.